0: That's DRIZLY.com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop coach or connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, give us a follow at no Filter with Zach on the Instagram or you can always join our private Facebook group with the link in the description below. I'm excited because last week we had Sheree on the show from Bling Empire, which has become one of my latest obsessions. And so I was like, "Ah, I have to call him back so I can have him on the show because I just finished watching all of Bling Empire and I have so many juicy questions. You may know him as a recording artist or maybe a celebrity hairstylist. But I am most recently loving watching him on Netflix's new reality show, Bling Empire. Please welcome back on Hashtag No Filter, Mr. Guy Tang.
1: Hello, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm super excited to be back on. Thank you for having me. And so how are you? You're loving uh, Bling Empire?
0: I'm loving Bling Empire and I have so many questions for you, Guy
1: Oh, I'm excited to hear them.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I think first up, we I need you to explain to me what a penis pump actually does. Because you found well, one in Anna's shower, and I don't know what it actually... Like, does it enhance sexual performance, or does it make it bigger?
1: What does it do? Well, it's supposed to make it bigger. Uh, it's supposed to... You know, some some men have like you know erectile dysfunctions and maybe a weaker erectile situation. So the pump's supposed to help with that, and you're supposed to put a cock ring on afterwards to help hold the blood inside of the um, the phallus, <laughs> so that way you could proceed with sexual activities. Uh, now I own one, but I own one for pleasure, for fun, because uh, that's just how I am and I'm honest about it and I said it on the show I just didn't expect it to find it in uh, Anna's shower and that a lot of people thought it was like scripted or something no that was not planned actually we weren't even allowed to go into that room um, because she's like that room is off limits and what you didn't see on camera was like you know me me and Kim you know, was going around. I was like, I'm just curious what's in her shower because I, you know, I do hair. I'm always curious about what shampoo someone's using, you know, innocently. So I did not expect to find this giant penis pump in there. And there's actually a lot more, um, there was a lot more to it because there's fluids inside of the, the pump that no one's, no one sees that on the camera, but in person you could see like, there's like cloudy fluids floating in there. And I was like, Oh, so, (laughs) <laughs> it was really it's really uh, gross. So but you could see fluids coming out, you know, but not like the way I saw it from my point of view. So
0: so and, and Kim had never seen a penis pump before like she would that was totally foreign to her.
1: She doesn't know what it was. And when I told her it's a penis pump, I mean, because it looks like it's something uh, cylindrical, if that's the word, cylindrical, I don't know, like a cylinder that you put something in. Yeah. And she's like, that's gross. Throw it out. And we're all just having fun. And, you know, me, I'm kind of childlike. Yeah. Uh, I'm a kid. So, and, you know, going into the show, I knew we're having fun. We're letting go. We're, we're let go of our inhibitions. Don't worry, you know and i didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal but um she was uh really upset um probably more upset than what you saw uh on camera Interesting. <laughs> so yeah cuz you know, I mean you can only put so much into an episode right 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 the person it lasts a lot longer and um
0: were you surprised yeah. that she seemed to be more upset with kim than you or were you just like i'm not even going to dip in this one
1: well there's a long story to it because there's so many scenes that didn't make the final cut because i actually filmed a lot uh i was one of the uh, the main cast so i filmed like as a main cast so i i believe like over 90 percent of my scenes didn't make it because they were a little bit heavy they're very intense and i think it was too intense for uh season one's story possibly because uh you know, first I have a brand, I, I do music, uh, right. I do hair, I'm a YouTuber, I have a history of racism, um, I'm uh, gay, so I have, you know, these homophobic historical experiences and to put all of that onto season one was like, it's just going to be, I think it's too powerful uh, and maybe people might not be able to digest the whole story. But uh, so maybe they're saving some of it for season two, I'm not sure, but uh for at least season one, I go in knowing that, okay, I'm, I'm gonna have this comedic uh, penis pump scene. And me and uh, there's scenes with me and Kim that didn't make it, that people don't see. And there's things that happen off camera that people don't see because me and Kim, we actually fight, uh, we had like two fights prior to that, that people didn't see. Uh, She's supposed to be on my music video and she ditched me, she bailed last minute. And that part didn't make the final cut to the show. So I didn't that's the reason why I didn't have her back. That's why I wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, you're on your own, girl. <laughs> I'm not gonna defend you. Cause I was already upset with her twice. And um, and I think because Kim is known to be like that with um with everyone. Yeah. And I think there's only so much you could squeeze into an episode for people to understand the whole context of the situation. But I think yeah, it was like it was very disrespectful. Of her, where I came in, and this is kind of like my first introduction to Anna. Yeah. So for me, she knew I was kind of like a child, like a kid, because when she met me, I was already, you know, childlike, if yeah. you will. So with Kim, it was a little bit more serious and more personal. And that's why she was upset with Kim. And it and it went on way longer than it was with me.
0: Do you think <laughs> so, they made Kim out to be kind of like the villain of the season?
1: No, I think that she is one of... Uh, well, it's hard to explain. Like she made a full circle. She went from being annoying or a villain person to being um, where you feel bad for her and you kind of empathize for her. And because um, I, I used to didn't like her for the longest time after she bailed out on me. But then we got closer after the show uh, release. Then we all kind of have to hold on to each other because... It was scary. We're all being scrutinized, judged uh, by millions of people, yeah. and we have no choice but to defend each other and, and be there for one another. And through that bond, we got closer. And I, I understand her better. She's, um, she, she's. I would say like she's a very smart businesswoman. She's very beautiful, super uh, talented. She knows what she wants. And that's the thing, you know, that's Kim. (laughs) So, and I can respect that. So I actually texted her this morning. I went from being mad at her to loving her again, but that's our relationship. So, Who else
0: would you say you're the closest to on the cast?
1: I originally am the closest to Kevin because Mm. he was, um, I'm actually the first person he met when he moved to LA because he flew out here to be in one of my music videos long time ago. I, I no longer have it up. Yeah, he, he we actually made out in the uh, music video. So he played my ex-boyfriend, so he kissed me in the music video. But I, um, I took that video down because I didn't like the, the, the way it was directed. Um, but he, um, he, as an actor, he performs. Like, he's not afraid to kiss girls, guys, 10 people oh, at well once. well, then you he, need to
0: send him my number then. I, he <laughs> can, I, I, I could use some help. I can use some makeout practice.
1: He's very confident. He's so confident, and I think that's why he was the perfect character to play, I mean, to be who he is on the show. He has so much dimension to who he is. I mean, he's like the golden boy on the show, but in person, he's so much more than that.
0: So how does he fit into the group? Because I feel like they showed us like a very affluent group of people. And then Kevin comes in and he is very honest that like he lives in an apartment and he has roommates and he doesn't have as much money as some of the other cast members. So how did he kind of get introduced to the group? Was it through you? Were these kind of your friends first?
1: Um actually it was the, it, it kind of happened opposite. Um, when he came out here to LA to be in my music video, he then, because he was here, it was a great opportunity for him, him to meet Kelly and Kelly was already a producer and everything like that. They became close friends and she was already close friends with Kane. And then whenever I had my music video premiere, the, um they were all uh, i invited him and i told him he could bring all his friends so he brought all of them over to my house mm. and then we all got to know each other and then kelly i guess kelly and uh and kevin was like oh my god guys should be on the show i already knew kevin was going to be on the show but i didn't know like i didn't know they're going to ask me and then the our producer jeff jenkins who also produces kim kardashian uh, the kardashian show um uh, the Simple Life with Paris Hilton, Mariah's World um, for Mariah Carey. Uh, we, you know, just knowing his history. I said, okay, he knows what he's doing. And so we all got together. I remember going over there for, uh, I guess, I, I don't know if it's audition or, cat, I don't know what it is, but casting call, I guess, where they, I talk about myself and they record me and they're like, you're in. And I was like, oh, Cool. <laughs> so, but my story was so similar to Kevin because we grew up in a in a um predominantly white uh state uh with you know very similar. He's adopted, I'm not. Uh we both experienced a lot of like racism growing up and emasculation of Asian men. We didn't feel like we were represented, so we felt like we've always felt outcasted and we never we had to find our self-confidence. Our story is so similar, except I'm gay and he's straight, so th- there was we. That's how we attract each other. Each other, but I think that our friendship, um, that's where it started from. And we work with a lot of the same photographers because he. I I used to do modeling like ten years ago, so.
0: So how do you feel like now that the show's out, people are, there's, you know, the the reception to it. Do you feel like Asian culture has been represented accurately? Is there, there, are there elements of your culture that you wish were displayed more on the show? Like, how do you feel? Uh,
1: Well, you know, this question I know it's so controversial for so many of the cast members because it's like, it's an ongoing question. And I, what I believe is that we represent ourselves as Asian Americans in our individuality. Like I was talking about how I'm part of the LGBT community. He's a straight guy. Uh, we have Kim, uh, Anna who's biracial, you know, Kevin's adopted. Uh, I'm from a smaller town. You, uh, kane is from singapore then you have jamie who's born into a trust fund so she was born into money wealth where i didn't have much money i struggled when i moved to la i had to i build my empire from the ground up you know being a a youtuber Instagrammer, music artist uh, you know all this stuff we're so different so what i say is we do represent Uh, being human and being part of society as individuals who happen to be Asian Americans. And for me, that's a, a a wide representation of everyone. And I know the title is called bling empire. Um, And I don't, I personally don't believe I bring the bling. I think Christine brings the bling. Yeah, Uh, Anna brings the bling. Uh, Cherie uh, brings the bling. I I bring, um, well, from what they show of me, I bring the comedic part, but I really, um, the original stuff that I filmed brought a lot of uh, pain and hardship because of the struggles and uh, you know building an empire. So hopefully they get to show that in another season. But I think that uh, showing that diverse range, because um, you get to see my husband as a cameo, but people don't really get to see our relationship which we filmed, but it didn't make the final cut. We filmed a lot. There's a lot of stories between me and my husband. I yeah. felt like that would have represented the LGBT community, which is important, but I guess there's so much you could fit into a season. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully we'll have room for that. So uh, we're supposed to get news within, I, I was told like a week or two, uh, mm. season two get green green lighted. so
0: I can't see like. why not. I think it's such a hit and people are loving it. Do you like the comparisons to Crazy Rich Asians?
1: Uh, you know, I, I think that's a compliment because it's the most successful uh, romantic uh, rom-com in the last decade. That's a huge compliment. And even though for a lot of Asian-Americans, uh, they're like, that's not relatable. Not all Asians are rich. Uh, that fits into the model minority myth. So a lot mm. of people are offended by it. Uh, I I personally, I, I can't relate to the crazy rich Asian thing because I came from Oklahoma and my parents uh, own a restaurant so we had to work like they had to work like 36 hours a day yeah. if enough hours yeah so i wouldn't say that it um you know if it, it fits into a lot of us but what happened is crazy rich asian opened up that door for all of us to to do more and bling empire is another level and i think that we're going to start seeing more uh, diversity in movies uh of all types not only rich Asians. Uh, yeah. I know that I've talked to so many people who are Asian like myself. They're just like, oh no, not another stereotype. And even though it's a complimenting stereotype versus, oh, you know, some of the other degrading stereotypes that exist. Um, it it's still sometimes you feel pressure to live up to the stereotype. You feel pressure to live up to that status. Yeah. And not only that, but then you get treated differently. Because of the stereotype, because media is a representation of who we are, right? And people treat you differently, when they think you're rich, they treat you differently. And then you start to realize, oh, okay, so now you expect me to do this, because you think I'm rich, right? So I think that's the, the struggle that a lot of people face. So not all Good stereotypes is a good thing, <laughs> right?
0: Right? Right? So, was there any hesitancy with joining the show? Like, what was kind of the pitch that they gave to you? Did you think? It, did you know it was going to be Bling Empire?
1: No, uh, I think when we first started, it was something of like a crazy rich Asian type of theme, uh, and it was more of like an all Asian American cast type of uh, concept, and it was. The, the scary thing was like a lot of my friends was like oh you know they might edit you a certain way they might cut you intercut things make you look crazy and 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 it's scary because you put everything out there right. and um like i had so many people got mad at me because of the penis pump because they were team anna yeah. and so people were like you know i'm unfollowing you i'm and and then i lost like all these followers like over the week <laughs> And people left me like mean comments in my DM. Yeah. But then I think the first two weeks were the hardest to get through, uh, even though I was in a smaller scene. Uh, So I can imagine some of my castmates that are, you know, like uh, Christine who, who was kind of villainized in a way, but she's such a sweetheart. Like I know Christine personally and i she, all she does is give she yeah. constantly give and she gets uh, she does things where she customize it to fit each person like she gets my name um you know embroidered or uh on custom things to make it personalized you know so
0: are you team christine or team anna
1: well i'm closer to christine um, but I also don't want to choose because <laughs> of my bias. <bi-ism. laughs> I will have to say, like, they're both powerful women and they both stand in their own lane and they're completely different. They're so different. And, but I'm personally closer to Christine.
0: Yeah. I adored Christine watching her, the glam, the outfits. Like, I don't think I could even pick a side whether I would pick like Team Anna or Team Christine. I love their dynamic together because it's fun to watch.
1: Christine's hair, uh, like she has different wigs, different outfits. Yeah, she she brings the bling. She's, I think, if anything, like the show would have not been bling Empire without, without Christine. Christine. Yes, yeah, she she is like the queen, and I, I give I have so much love for her. <laughs> so should yeah, it, should they
0: want to do a second season, you're one hundred percent down.
1: I, yeah, definitely. Uh, It, oh my God, it's so much, it's it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of work. Uh, You, I can't explain to you how much pressure and work it is. And the reason why I say that is because you have to be so comfortable with yourself with like, was it four cameramen in your house with a whole crew outside the garage watching you and you have to pretend none of that exists, but they're there. Yeah. But you have to pretend no you you don't see anybody. You just be yourself throughout the day. And any move you make can turn into something. And that's the that's the scary part. And I that's why it's like you're always like, <sighs> you know, but you also have to be real and honest because when the cameras yeah. aren't around, you're yourself, you're talking. And right. I think a lot of people who sign up for doing shows like this, I think that's why there's so many relationships that gets broken up um, in the past. Like people's relationships um, is very damaging because you don't know, you know, what's happening on a show and what's happening off camera. It all blurs, the line blurs together. and 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 when the media speculate and the fandom happens, it's like, oh, team this, team that what happens that it becomes so even more real to a yeah. whole nother level where it affects all of your friendship and relationship. And you have to be, you have to have communication within your cast members to be like, we can't let the viewers um, make a fight and hate each other Yeah, because yeah. that's what's going to happen. Uh, and it's so easy to fall apart because once, once the spotlight is on you, you, you start to believe everything and you, you it becomes like, a whole nother level of um, drama.
0: (laughs) Have you you talked to Kelly at all? I feel like we watched her relationship really kind of go through the ringer on the show that I can only imagine how hard that is for her now with everyone weighing in and having their opinions.
1: Kelly is very professional. She uh, is very, she's very mature. Uh, The whole situation with Andrew, (laughs) because, okay. Like I know him off camera. I know him before the show. I never saw that side of him. So I didn't even know all this was going on, to be honest. Uh, So I guess it was going on. And maybe things, scenes got, or not scenes, but like moments got extracted um, that were more uh, dramatic. So it becomes a lot more highlighted. And and I felt, you know, I, I was like, oh, okay. So I... Because I know Andrew as a person, I wanted to just talk to him as a human being, not as who I saw on the show. Right. And, well, he definitely, you know, he's a human being. We all get hurt. And I try to uh, be there for both of them, all of them. I try to be there for all of them to have someone to listen to um, because it was tough after the show got aired. All of us were feeling, you know, all the tension that was happening, every single one of us you know so yeah except for except for kane because he's just like living his best life he doesn't care <laughs> so, oh my
0: god kane is like a spirit animal that like you just love to watch because you're like the shoes and the fashion and the lifestyle he's got it down
1: yeah we actually hung out uh i believe three days ago and i got to know him even better because when i first met him i was like hmm kevin i don't know if i like him you know and and I just didn't really get a good first impression of him when I first met him. But I was like, well, if Kevin likes him, then I'm going to do my best to get to know him. And as time went by, I got to know him better. And uh, he's really funny and he's really loud yeah, and he's very extra. Uh, I know there's so many comments about his features and stuff like that. and. And he, he, he's just out there, you know, so yeah. I applaud him for that. <laughs> but Cherie, though, we, we got a lot closer. Uh, we actually had a, a few scenes that didn't make the final cut, but those scenes were so precious. Um, and I don't want to say too much what those scenes are because they might even make their way into season two Um, because I was told not to say anything about any scenes, because you might see them intertwining into the second season. So I was like, okay, I can't say anything. But uh, we definitely, uh, she talked about her passion for music. She loves music. Um, She was a recording artist. And I believe that because of what's happening in her life, or, you know, like the labels, they make different decisions for, for you. And they could shelve you. I don't know what their story is, but um, I didn't want to go into too much detail. But I know her dream is to uh, make more music. So I told her, hey, uh, you know, why don't we make a single together? We can try to work with like uh, another major artist who is a rapper or a collaborator that we could put into a song. And she was so excited. So we've been in talks about that. So maybe we'll see something. Ooh, so, I hope so. That would be yeah. fun. Well, we already booked a studio session uh, in two weeks. Oh,
0: <laughs> so, it's happening. I
1: love yeah, it. Yeah, and I already started writing the song already. So I call her up and I read her some of the lyrics I wrote down. And she's like, mm, I don't know about that. It's like, listen, once you hear the melody yeah. in the production, it, it sounds a lot better than what you think it is. Right, so. right, right.
0: So speaking of music, you have a new album that's dropping this weekend, right?
1: yes uh 1981 is the name of the album (laughs) and i actually worked on this for over two years and i know like when i was on here talking to you last time uh i released um multi-perspective but that album is more of an ep not an lp so it's more of like "Eh, these songs i like a couple songs i just want to put it out but this one's a full album uh, a project that i've been working on for two years because i was born in the 80s uh, and 1981 is my birth year and I feel like what's interesting is like you see the 80s really popping back with uh, like The weekend, Miley Cyrus, yeah. Sia, so many 80s influence in music during 2020. Uh, I've been working on this since the beginning of 2019. Uh, and I'm so proud to finally put it out. Uh, and Marco and Ashla has directed all the music videos for it. And we had, I think we filmed eight, we filmed eight music videos already that we haven't released. Wow. So, yeah, well, because some of them have huge parties and stuff and we filmed this back in 2019 and I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to release this in 2020 because my first single was called dead to me. (laughs) <laughs> right? Off of my album. Uh, and I said, like, I don't think this is, uh, I don't want to be tone deaf. This is insensitive. People don't understand what the word dead to me mean because yeah. they'll take it out of context. This is not a good year to release it. I want to wait for 2021. And, uh, you know, because dead to me doesn't, it, it, contextually, it's more of a, was it metaphorical, uh, like you're speaking of like, I'm over you. Right, right, right. right? Like, you're dead to me, not literal right like, i want you dead so it's like okay well i want to hold this song back so uh that song is going to end up being my second single my first single is going to be uh, uh eye of the storm and i'm excited about that and i actually worked with uh, a singer named cheryl k in it and she's actually the singer of um crazy rich asians movie she's the ah. in the soundtrack you hear her with with aqua from the opening and yep. the ending songs. so Yeah, so Cheryl Kay uh, is the singer of Crazy Rich Asians. She'll be on uh, my album for a song called Ready to Love. So I'm excited about that. So yeah, 22 tracks, by the way. There's 22 tracks. Wow, that's a a long album. That's a lot. Uh, And the cool thing about being an independent artist is that you can do whatever you want, and uh, you're not being told who to be, how to be. And so I think that people are getting something that's... uh, very very authentic and true uh, to what I want to release so and, I'm proud of that
0: <laughs> so is all are all the songs they have like an 80s influence
1: yes I I would say is from early 80s to early to mid 90s type of sound because you hear like, the soft rock of the 80s, but then you also see here a little bit of the alternative rock and one of the songs near the end of the album. And you also hear like R&B influences from the 80s up to early 90s r and then you hear a little bit of like the early 80s breakdancing hip hop type of beats into it. And then you also get, so it's a combination of everything. You get ballad, soft rock, R&B, hip hop is everything combined. And the reason why I chose to be that way and marketing wise for most label artists, they don't like to do that. They like the whole album to sound the same. But the reason why for me, I feel like um, I want one of the things I love about turning on the radio is you hear all types of music on the radio, right? I want it to sound like an eighties radio station. You turn on the radio, you hear all eighties music, but you hear all the, the, 80s and early 90s sound and um, the only song that really doesn't sound 80s on the album would probably be track one, Eye of the Storm. Um, That's more in present time because I want to open up a uh, like a story and then we go back in time and that's in track two. So you know like the the first the first song is kind of an anthem. It's very intense, very deep and um, the music video was filmed outside very cold it was also in the cold rain. Oh my god! <laughs> so, yeah, Marco and Asha was like looking at me like, "Oh my god!" because it was like freezing temperatures, and I, I cannot wait to uh, to show the video. It's very it's very intense. So, and the song is very emotional because um, I'm involved one hundred percent in all of my songs. Uh, I come up with the concept of every single track. I write. Uh, I uh, and of course I have like you know. Um, uh, what I call it collaborations and partners that co-write with me. So we write together to bring my vision to life. Uh, I have, uh, I work with three different producers on this that I love working with to bring it to life. And I think the world's ready to go back in time after a very yes. crappy year. <laughs> I know. So, I am. Yeah. How was your 2020? Uh, 20, uh, 20? 20 I, long
0: too long. <laughs> Good. I mean, if anything, 2020 really uh, helped me be more resilient, helped me come up with new innovative ways to keep the show going. Obviously, I'm not in the studio, so we're doing everything with like ring lights and via Zoom. And so, you know, it's definitely it was a challenging year, but I think a lot of us are, you know, hopefully coming into 2021 with a, a different mindset, hopefully a little more compassionate for everyone around us, you know.
1: Uh, do you think you're going to go back in the studio anytime soon? Or? I sure
0: hope so. I yeah, want I think to. I,
1: I think that I think uh, soon, right? Because a lot of the cases has gone down, yeah, and, and things are are uh, we're seeing uh, a ray of light happening. Yes. So my husband got uh, vaccinated, and um, and he told me a lot. He's a nurse, so he told me all the cases has gone down so much, so much at Cedars. So is, is definitely a good um, a good sign that we are on a road to recovery uh, because things are getting better. So hopefully you get to go back in the studio soon. Fingers crossed.
0: I can't wait. But I'm also kind of like, but I don't know if I'm ready to like go back into the studio. I'm so comfortable just being here on my couch and comfy.
1: Do you find yourself being, uh, not the word lazier, but I, I read some articles where like uh, pilots to like, that are flying right now they they're not landing where they should be or landing (laughs) in time because like i also oh my god i don't want to be on that plane but like people their mind aren't functioning as normal because of i don't know what it is it's like the lag um yeah i definitely
0: feel it i and focusing sometimes or just like getting through the day getting what i need to get done done i'm a little slower at knocking things off the the to-do list
1: do you think it's because you're at home and too comfortable? Do you think that could be the problem? I
0: think it's both. I think it's like I think it's it's a combination of like being too comfortable and being like, oh, I can just do it later. I don't have to sit in traffic commuting anywhere, so I have that extra time to just be home and I can do it later. And then later becomes, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow becomes, oh, I'll just do it next week.
1: Except you can't miss a hair appointment. You right? can't miss That'd a hair appointment. No. no, because you know what happens when it grows out an extra centimeter. You're going to have a trouble with some trouble with banding <laughs> issues and breakage. <laughs> I know yeah. that, that's been a struggle. I, I I think the hardest thing, I think that one of the questions that came up uh, with me and uh, Jeff Jenkins, our producer for Bling Empire is like, OK, well, how are we going to film season two during this? It's like, are we going to be wearing masks? Um, are we going to get tested? I mean, how are we going to? pretend this didn't exist or how do we, where do we pick up? Like how, yeah. you know, and how do you throw parties anymore? How yeah. do you create events? Like all the sensation that you saw in uh, season one. But the interesting thing is we actually have so many scenes and parties and events in season one that didn't even show up. So I think that you may see them resurface for season two, because it's, it's kind of like, cause that's the only way you get to really, uh, uh, showcase that type of because you can't invite like 200 people anymore Right, that's right, impossible right. to to. I mean listen when you're trying to film during these hard times I mean it's a struggle because of the way you call that we, we, we do the rapid testing or some oh, of yeah. the testing and, and some of them show up false or you know uh, false positives or negatives and yeah. it becomes a whole situation with filming and that is no fun no. <laughs> let me tell you so but but definitely yeah i think that the thing that we can look forward to is um you know within the next week or two it's definitely news on whether we're gonna get season two so we cross our i think it's
0: gonna happen
1: yeah i think so too because every everything has been pointed you know like everything has been pointing towards yes Yes. (laughs) so and then maybe you'll see uh, me and sheree make a a song or something. I would and, uh,
0: love that. Yeah. I need needs to, to get back out there. I'm ready for some music by Shireen. Our our, our
1: our genres are a little bit different. She likes um, uh, a lot of K-pop mm-hmm. music, which I like too, but uh, I like a lot uh, like R&B type of yeah. feel and, and, and soft rock. So we have different uh, genres and favors. So it'll be interesting to see us come together to see what we come up with. So I'm super excited about that and i just got a i got a new um puppy that's a pomeranian which i'm excited about uh one of the things that made me kind of sad was my Pekingese that passed away on christmas eve uh she was on the show a lot and that whole scene got cut out but i was like uh but like i said we never know it might make it into the next season so um. fingers
0: crossed i'm rooting i'm rooting for season two and i can't wait to see all this this hidden footage that we're not gonna be able to see just yet
1: i know i think that once people see more uh they would um Understand so many things like who did the penis pump belong to? When- yeah, do we know uh, who it belonged to? <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, we didn't know who it belonged to for the longest time because no one wanted to confess. But um, <laughs> I-, I was told a couple days ago who it belonged to, but I can't say. <laughs> Is it <laughs> I'm not someone to on say. the cast? I, well i don't know i i was told i wasn't allowed to say anything but i found out and i was like oh it was interesting because you never know the we might find out in um season two who oh, yeah. the long suit and now we need to
0: know we're gonna make it a trend on on twitter now um I, it's probably the most memorable
1: dramatic scene that right <laughs> right it, I'll call it infamous. It's the most infamous scene because it's famous for all the wrong reasons. I know, <laughs> but it's, it was so
0: good. Um, where remind everybody when uh, the when the album drops and when we can look forward to a music video.
1: Yes, uh, February twenty six is when the album officially come out nineteen eighty one on all digital platform. Uh, And then you can pre-order on iTunes and Amazon now. And I'm excited for it. And the music video should drop Sunday, which is the 28th. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is going to be super, super exciting.
0: I can't (laughs) believe that's already this weekend. Where did February go?
1: I know. I feel like this year is going to go by pretty quick, (laughs) too. So I know. 2022. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But Yes. Uh, thank you so much for having me on again. Thank you so much, Guy.
0: I can't wait to listen to the new music. I've been in a very 80s mood lately too that I think I'm gonna really like this new album. What is your Instagram where people can go and and follow you and and give you me nice things in your DMs? No more mean messages.
1: Yes, uh Guy underscore tang on Instagram and you just search Guy Tang on all platforms, including Facebook, TikTok clubhouse or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm everywhere. <laughs> so I love it. Uh, so I, I, I'm excited.
0: Well, thank you uh, so much, Guy. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful week. Have yeah. I can, I'm wishing you nothing but success with the new album. And um, if anybody has not finished Bling Empire on Netflix, you're going to want to go watch it right now and get ready. And we're going to manifest that season two right now.
1: Oh, you, you'll find coming. out when you follow me on Instagram because we'll probably all oh i'm else. sure you'll <laughs> pop
0: bottles when it happens yes <laughs> all right thanks guy thank you so much
1: bye right.
0: bye thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with zach peter that's me you can give me a follow at just plain zach don't forget to follow guy at guy underscore underscore tang and be sure to get his new album out this weekend this friday get ready I can't wait. I'm feeling
1: very 80s vibes, and I cannot wait to listen to all of it.
0: Okay, bye.